Hello, my friends. It is uh, Wednesday, the um, 15th of September. And in Israel, um, they are going into Yom Kippur tonight. They are eight hours ahead of us in the U.S. at where I'm at. Um, There's differences in when this portion of the fall feast happen and it can be in several days close to each other that they start at different times and different calendars so they're not quite sure when the actual day was but we're in the season so on my calendar it states it starts tomorrow on the 16th so others will have other dates close to what we're in so since it is coming into Yom Kippur in light of that the Torah portion that all the Jews read are number 617 number 17 and that chapter is very short and I wanted to kind of go over it because of Yom Kippur and it states and this is the amplified version and the Lord said to Moses speak to the Israelites and get from them rods or staves for each father's house from all their leaders according to their father's houses 12 rods write every man's name on this on his rod and you shall write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi for there shall be one rod for the head of each father's house you shall lay them up in the tent of meeting before the ark of the testimony where I meet with you and the rod of the man whom I chose shall bud and I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the Israelites which they murmur against you and Moses spoke to the Israelites and everyone of their leaders gave him a rod or a staff one for each leaders according to their father's houses 12 rods and the rod of Aaron was among their rods and Moses departed deposited the rods before the Lord in the tent of of the testimony And the next day Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and behold, the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi had sprouted and brought forth buds and produced blossoms and yielded ripe almonds. Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord to the Israelites, and they looked, and each man took his rod. And the Lord told Moses, 
but Aaron's rod put Aaron's rod back before the testimony in the ark to keep as a warning sign for the rebels and you shall make an end of their murmurings against me lest they die and Moses did so as the Lord commanded him so he did the Israelites said to Moses behold we perish we are undone all undoing all undone everyone who comes near who comes near the tabernacle of the Lord dies or shall die are we all to perish that's the first time I think I've ever seen a question at the end of a scripture but it's really talking about we we go into the presence of the Lord into his ark and to his testimony and are we murmuring are we speaking wrong things when when we're going into this place this sacred place before the Lord you know and what is the rod or your staff of your house doing is it blossoming is it producing almonds almonds have a prophetic meaning to them and this whole thing is a prophetic movement it's saying what are you bringing into your house what are you putting out from your house with your mouth are you murmuring are you slandering are you gossiping are you hurting people with your words and um and this is the season that we're going into to clear away and cleanse all of that from us and repent because it's it's not what we're supposed to be doing and we don't want to tie into that and the Israelites did and the Lord was tired of their murmurings and so this is what he instructed Moses to do as a witness to the fact that the Lord didn't want this anymore it wasn't it wasn't just from Moses because he brought down the tablets of the commandments of the Lord they needed something more to show them that they were murmuring and coming against others and coming against God himself by doing it so we have to really watch our mouth and what we're doing and how we're saying things what we're tying ourselves into because it all opens you up for the enemy to have uh, you know access and number 17 means victory it's uh, 
the combination of 10 and 7. And in Hebrew, it is very, a very prophetic number. And uh, so all the scriptures that have 17 are very important. They, they denote victory. So if you're murmuring, you're not going to have victory. So this is what the Lord was pointing out to you. And we have to pay attention to these things. And change our ways. And be willing to say, you know, I've done this wrong. And repent of it. However minor. And however big. You know, the old saying that they kept saying, oh, that was just a little white lie. Well, a lie is a lie, and it's, whether it's big or little, I mean, so that phrase is really not, you know, paralleling and, and connecting to God's word. You know, it's a compromise. And he doesn't like compromise. So then another example that was brought forth in this word from Radiant Israel, because he was putting forth the actual Yom Kippur word, First um, Peter 4.17, which talks about righteous judgment. And that the Lord is going to uh, give his judgment. He's the only one that gives complete judgment. And his justice prevails. So we, we're not to judge. Because that's for him. He also brought up Ezekiel 34, 17. And it's about the flock. And then he says he will judge. So if you're finding that you're, you know, things aren't connecting well with certain people, in your life, then the Lord might be separating you from them because it's not good. It's not good rapport, not good connection. And sometimes that's hard. It's really very hard sometimes to um, have to go through. But when the Lord is saying that this is what needs to happen, you have to decide, are you going to follow the Lord? Are you going to follow man? And how you feel. And of course, I don't think that anyone should be mean or nasty or anything in that. Not at all. Just have obedience to the Lord 
and how he would want you to handle it. And in this season, it's it's very important to draw into that secret place with the Lord. And especially with all the things that are going on, all the stresses. Because I'm even feeling it myself. And I have to draw away more to um, that place of prayer and and silence and seeking the Lord. Isaiah 58 is another one that he says ties into everything at this point with Yom Kippur. And it talks about um, how you've called out to the Lord and sounded your trumpet and declared you know, everything to the house of Jacob and their sins and everything that you seek and inquire and require me daily and delight in to know my ways. But then you ask, why do we fast? And Yom Kippur is a fasting feast day in Israel. So they inquire why. And the Lord basically says, on the day of your fast, when you should be grieving for your sins, you find profit in your businesses. And instead of stopping all work, as the law requires, you and your workmen should do you export from your hired servants and full account of labor. The facts are that you fast only for strife and debate and to smite with the fists of wickedness. Fasting as you do today will you will not cause your voice to be heard on high. So they're not taking the time and the effort to really consider their sins and go before the Lord because of other other things. They're being distracted away or whatever or choosing to be um, it's a solemn, sacred day. And I think he's asking us even today, this is Israel time. He's asking us today, even in our everyday um, things, that we need to take time and effort into the things that he has asked us to do. And I know people here in the States, they have to work. It's a Wednesday. And if they don't take it as a religious day off to do that, then there has to be another way that you find that portion in the day to adhere to and acknowledge and put effort into 
repentance and that acknowledging the Lord that He is your source. You might do it at dinner time instead of dinner. You might do it for the evening through to the next morning. Each of us individually has to find that spot and that effort that he could see that you desire this. In the ways that we can do it today. There was a post that came to me uh, from a friend and it was very good and it was called If You're Called or Have a Calling this is what to expect if you're called to mend the broken heart you're going to wrestle with broken heartedness that portion is going to come up to you if you're called to prophecy you're going to struggle to control your mouth if you're called to lay hands you struggle with spiritual viruses because laying of hands is healing asking for healing and it's interesting you know there are spiritual viruses If you're called to preach, you struggle that you will be sifted for the wisdom that anoints that message. If you're called to empower, your self-esteem will be attacked. Your success will be hard taught. Your calling will come with cups, thorns. I'm going to turn the page. And sifting that are necessary for your mantle to be authentic, humble, and powerful. Your crushing won't be easy because your assignment is not easy. Your oil is not cheap. This is by Kirk Dearman, Wise Words, September 9th. So it's very thought-provoking, you know, that... If God has called you to certain things, you need to consider what you'll face in that. And he oils and anoints you for these things. So it's not to have any fear in it. Just know that you'll need to stand and you'll need to examine
Another thing I found think on these things your night and day. The moon taught me it's okay to go through phases. The sun taught me no matter how many times you go down to keep to keep rising. Talks about the earth and the sun and that cycle. So I do a lot of encouragement and empowering others. And so I have struggled with self-esteem. And whether my value is anything. And it has been something that I've had to consider and examine. And a lot of them have been a hard taught thing. But he gives me value. The Lord gives me value. And that's where you have to center it. It's not anybody else's value or even my value. What I put value on things is all the Lord's. And I've had to learn that myself. But it increases the strength for you to be able to encourage and empower. And it keeps you upright and straight because he girds up your waist and holds you up. The belt of truth, his word. And boy, do we need it ever more in this, these days that we're facing and the days ahead because everything that can be torn down will be torn down. And the th- suddenlies are coming. They... They're already happening, but they're going to increase. Because we're talking about the Lord's justice. And we've been calling out to Him. And we've been decreeing and fasting. And believing. And He will act. And the last word that came from Radiant Israel before before today was be ready. Get ready. 
and today and tomorrow, Yom Kippur, the season of that repentance is, is upon us. So make sure that your way, way is clear and cleansed and be ready. Because the Lord will encourage his people. He doesn't encourage evil. So, I just want to encourage that complaining about things, about people or situations, isn't what we're called to do. But it is a factor in human nature. And that's what we need to be aware of. Because the Israelites complained and murmured about their whole situation. And probably about other people. And they just had no awareness that what they were doing was actually bringing nothing to be able to blossom for them because there was no repentance no remembrance of anything that they were doing so each house has to look at the rod or staff before the tent of meeting before the Lord. What does each staff, each house bring to that place? Because it's not just about getting a message from church and going and having a nice time and saying hello and maybe going to breakfast and having a fellowship, it's not all about that. What you're doing is coming to a place of tent meeting before the Lord. And what you do everyday life is brought forth into that place. So if it's not pure God can't blossom your calling, your life, anything, because you're not making what comes out of your mouth or attitude in His most high habitation of His word, what He commands us to do, what He teaches us, what everything. So everything ties in together. And we're supposed to as well. Aaron's staff, the house of Levi, the priest, blossomed. 
and brought forth fruit and had victory. We are priests in the New Testament of the Lord. We have his word. And we're supposed to embody that around us in our life for our life to blossom and produce fruit. That's the message today for Yom Kippur. And I pray that your willingness will come forth in this for the days ahead to blossom for you in many ways and many blessings. And align with the Lord. That's what this all is for. And it's His appointed times and seasons. He put forth these things for His people to follow. To keep them aligned. To keep your rod and staff of your house in the right order. God bless.